You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is July 3rd, 2018. My name is Philip Rossenreich. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. You, of course, find me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. Another busy day of free agency in the NBA. The big news, DeMarcus Cousins heading to the Golden State Warriors. Complete reaction to that signing you can find on Locked On NBA, as well as check out Locked On Warriors as well for complete reaction to this earth-shattering move in the NBA on the second day of free agency. The NBA is just a crazy, 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 crazy place. And of course, the best place to get your coverage for it is on Locked On NBA, as well as each individual Locked On team. Just like Locked On Magic covers the Orlando Magic with excruciating detail, there's a podcast covering every single team in the NBA, as well as every single team in the NFL and a growing number of MLB teams. So check those podcasts out. Just search for Locked On and the team you're looking for or Locked On NBA on iTunes. And of course, you can subscribe to the to the Locked On Magic podcast if you haven't done so already on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, we're going to talk a little bit about Summer League and the five things that I'm looking forward to most or the five things that I'm watching most during Summer League, uh, the storylines that we want to follow, of course, Orlando, uh, Orlando Summer League team made the trip out to Las Vegas July 2nd, so Monday. They'll start practices today, Tuesday. Uh, and then, of course, their first game coming up Friday against the Brooklyn Nets. Then they'll play the Memphis Grizzlies on Sunday. And, of course, the Phoenix Suns on Monday. We'll have recaps of those games and talk all about Summer League as the games happen. But heading into this Independence Day, heading into a little bit of a break we're going to take here in the middle of the week, I wanted to make sure we get these storylines set for Summer League before anything else crazy happens uh, the rest of the week here in free agency. To me, so, uh, I always say this about Summer League, and, and, and I think it's important to note this because Trey Young and, 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 and the Atlanta Hawks and the Memphis Grizzlies played their first Summer League game, and it was interesting to watch. Jaron Jackson Jr. just absolutely insane, hit, I think, seven or eight three-pointers, looked really, really good and active on, 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 the, on the floor. Trey Young did not look so good. One of 11 from beyond the arc. I think he made only uh, three or four of his 20 shots. It was not a good night for Trey Young. Um, but it is important to remember that it is summer league, so you can't. You have to take every stat with a grain of salt. You do have to actually watch these games, I think, to get a sense of whether that player is doing the right things and just having a bad day or or whatnot. Uh, and Young, I think definitely there were some concerns that were raised or some concerns that, that a lot of people had about Young that, that seemed to poke through over in that game. Um, but I always like to say this about Summer League. Hey, don't take one game as gospel. Um, you can usually tell... It's not necessarily about who can play, especially rookies. It's not about how, it's not about whether they can play or, or having a good Summer League isn't necessarily a predictor that they're going to be really good once the regular season starts. Summer League, to me, is about figuring out who can't play. If you struggle a lot in Summer League, if, if you don't look like you belong, you're going to struggle in the NBA. And so I think... That's really the key lesson, the key takeaway from Summer League. You, you don't find out who can play. You find out who can't play um, so much uh, in this setting. Now, there's obviously exceptions to that rule. Uh, you, you don't really know till you get to the regular season uh, and get to training camp to figure out exactly where guys fit in. Um, it, the Magic do have a very loaded Summer League roster. I think that, that there's, gonna be, there's a lot to watch for on this Summer League team. Um, but obviously, the two guys that, that you want to focus on most are the Magic's two first-round picks from the last two years, Jonathan Isaac and Mohamed Bamba. 
we will be watching both of those players very, very carefully. Looking at their stats, yes, but actually watching them play and getting a sense of where their games are at and exactly what can they contribute to the Magic this year. Um, obviously, Orlando does not have a lot of cap room. They don't have a lot of maneuverability. They're not going to add a lot to this roster. There may be a trade or two coming down the road that adds some new players or flips out some old players uh, off the roster, but this is largely what we've got here. The team that as constructed now is largely what it's going to be uh, when the Magic tip off in October. So with that in mind, with that in mind, um, what happens at Summer League is actually going to be pretty instructive to the Magic to saying, okay, this is where Jonathan Isaac fits in. This is where Mo Bamba fits in. This is where Ken Burch, Rodney Purvis fit in. This is this is this is where uh, this is kind of what we have to work with a little bit. And you take, of course, with a grain of salt, and, and plenty can happen still in the coming months. But that's kind of the approach that you take now with this summer with these summer league rosters with with the team as it, as it is. I was on uh, on the finish line on 96.9 The Game earlier today. They asked me, um, what are you looking forward to in Summer League the most? And and I told them, you know, honestly, we'll talk about Mobamba in a little bit, but honestly, the most important thing that I want to see in Summer League is I want to see where Jonathan Isaac is at. I want to see exactly where he is at in his development. We saw the video that the Magic posted in, Ju- in uh, early June, late May. Um, we put Jonathan Isaac on muscle watch. It definitely looks like he has put on some weight. He's put on some muscle. He's been in the weight room and has done his part there. He's still very, very skinny, and 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 that might just be his frame, and 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 that might just be something he has to work with or continue to work on. Um, but he seems to have done his job off the court to get ready for this moment, and of course for the regular season. The question now is: Has he done his work on the court? Where is he at on the court? Isaac, obviously the injuries played a huge role in his rookie season, playing only 27 games. He was not a great shooter, did not have a good shooting percentage. But Isaac is a gifted offensive player. We, we, I was watching, uh, uh, they, uh, Orlando Ma- the Orlando Magic did a video on Facebook um, with Isaac talking about his summer league experience last year, and, and they showed some of his highlights from that Heat game, and, and you kind of forget that he had a, he had a, dir- he had a, he had a dirk over a guy, um, he had a step-back jumper. Um, once he got comfortable, once he kind of slowed down a little bit, he looked really, really good during Summer League on the offensive end. And so you wonder, does he have that in him again? He really struggled to show that in his rookie year. Obviously, the injury is playing a huge role slowing him down. So now that he's had, since since mid-April, you know, two months, two and a half months, now that he's had that time, is he going to be able to put it together and show us a little bit something more. Show us that he can be a reliable wing option. So I'm looking really carefully, I, I think, this summer league at what Jonathan Isaac can do. Uh, just how far along he's come on his offensive game. Is he able to hit three-pointers consistently? Is he able to get his own shot? Is he able to score and create? Um, that may not necessarily be his role with the Magic, with the main roster. But second-year player, high draft pick, guy with a lot of expectations... I want to see Jonathan Isaac star. I want to see him lead the team in scoring. I want to see him um, take a, a show that he's ready to take another step in his game. I want it, I want to leave summer league whether Isaac plays two games, three games, one game. I want to see him leave without an injury. Number one, I want to see I want to see Isaac leave summer league as the unquestioned starting small forward on this team because I think that's where he'll ultimately be. 
We know where he's at defensively. We know he's got great defensive instincts. He's committed to the defensive end. He uses his length well. He uses athleticism well on that end. He is probably the best perimeter defender on the Magic today. And so I want to see him take that next step offensively. I'm going to be watching it very, very closely to see how he's moving offensively, to see what skills he's added, what he's comfortable showing in a summer league game number one. It's not necessarily what skills he's added or worked on. It's what he feels like he's mastered enough to put out in a game. It's a very, very big summer, obviously, for Jonathan Isaac. They always say the biggest summer is the summer between your rookie year and your second year. That's when you make the most growth. That's when you develop the most. And so I want to see Isaac take that next step. I want to see Isaac um, grow and develop that way, in that path, to where it's clear this guy's ready to, to, to help this team, not just down the road, not just you know two, three years from now. I want to see that he's ready to contribute in a meaningful, positive way on the offensive end, not just the defensive end, this year. And... I'm very optimistic that Isaac can can do that. I mean, I think the injury was a big factor in his in his struggles offensively last year. He was never able to get into rhythm. His foot probably never felt right. I know I've injured my foot before playing basketball and had really bad rehab that I'm sure Jonathan Isaac did not have because he's got NBA doctors and NBA training staff watching him. Um, but foot injuries they they make you feel a little weird when you're off when you're not able to do things like walking for a while. I don't think Isaac was ever that bad, but. Foot injuries can feel weird. That's your base. You know, you talk about your core, your feet are your base. Everything's on your feet. And so I'm still, I again, I'm very, very curious to see how Isaac looks on the offensive and, and just how far he has come. When it comes to the other key player on the Orlando Magic Summer League team, that would be Mo Bamba. Uh, I just want to see Mo Bamba out there. I, I, I don't I don't want to come in with any expectations. I don't think anyone should have any expectations. He's probably going to have a game where he really struggles and you know maybe looks a little overwhelmed, especially on the offensive end. But more importantly, I just want to see him get comfortable. I just want to see him be comfortable. I, would, I, I say this a lot about rookies when it comes to summer league. I just want to know that you can hold your own at this level because because there's a there's a steep learning curve for rookies. Um, Bamba is going to get some marquee matchups in this dra- in this summer league. He's going to play Jaron Jackson Jr. on Sunday against Memphis. He's going to play DeAndre Ayton on Monday against Phoenix. So we'll have a pretty good gauge of where Bamba is against those players, um, defensively especially. We'll know exactly what he can do defensively or what kind of impact he might be able to make immediately defensively, um, at least in this setting. So I want to see, again, I just want to see Bamba hold the zone. Will he be able to anchor the defense for the summer league team? I think that's the general expectation. But from there, uh, offensively, I'd like to see him show some of that offensive game that he's supposed to have been working on. But again, my expectations are going to be very, very low for him there. I'm just, I, I just want to see him go out there and just play. Don't think too much. Don't be nervous. Don't rush things. Just go out there and play. Do your thing. Show that you belong, on that court at least. Show that you belong and... That'll be a good starting point for this Magic team. Um, you know, I think that is that is really what the Magic are looking for from him. They're not looking for him to dominate. You know, they're not looking for him to get a double double every game. They're not looking for him to hit two or three three pointers. They're just looking for him to go out there and play. Uh, and and so long as he doesn't get hurt, so long as he doesn't look overwhelmed. I mean, if if 
Aiton and and Jackson and, and, and you know, shoot, even Jared Allen on Brooklyn Nets if he's playing. Um, if those guys seem to overwhelm him defensively, that would be the biggest point of concern for Mo Bamba as a rookie. But I don't see that happening. I, I think that I, I think that will come away, you know, feeling pretty good about Bamba. I have a suspicion the Magic will try and bring him along a little bit slower than than, than I think even fans might want. Um, but if he's truly ready, he'll he'll be ready. Obviously, he'll he'll earn that spot. But um, I think we'll see we'll see Bamba um, this this coming week. I think we'll see Bamba make some nice defensive plays, show some flashes of what he can be, but largely be kind of kind of even, just kind of kind of there, um, making an impact, uh, but not necessarily uh, not necessarily starring. And and that might bug some fans and rub some fans the wrong way. But again. It's about figuring out who who can't. It's not fi- about figuring out who can't play. It's about figuring out who can't play. And so, so long as Bamba looks comfortable out there, so long as Bamba can hold his own physically, I think that would be a success for the Magic and Mo Bamba in this summer league. Some other things to watch. There are a few things that I think are pretty important to watch in this summer league run that the Magic are about to have. The first one being Steve Clifford. Steve Clifford will not be coaching the summer league roster. Do not worry, but. Typically, what teams do is they will install very basic sets of what they plan to run in the regular season. And it's always interesting when there's a new coach. Whenever there's a new coach, you get you get to begin to see a little bit of their philosophy and their offensive style come in during the summer league games. They want the teams to run essential. I mean, a lot of NBA teams run a lot of the same stuff, but they want the teams to be thinking and, and integrated into their culture and into their system from the very, very beginning. Because obviously, these are guys that the Magic wanted. They hand, they picked them to come play for their summer league team. They're auditioning also for the Lakeland Magic, who will run very similar sets to what the Orlando Magic run. And then, of course, some of them might end up on the main roster. So if they already understand the philosophy, the terminology even, um, the, the basics of what they're trying to do, that is a leg up. So obviously with the Magic having a new coach in Steve Clifford, um, defensively, pretty similar to Frank Vogel. I think he's a, maybe a little bit more aggressive in his pick-and-roll coverages, um, but um, a little bit different offensively, though. Um, this is our first chance to really get a, a feel of Steve Clifford's coaching staff and how they'll work with the players, as well as what the Magic will look like when the season begins. This Magic Summer League roster is pretty pretty stacked. Um, Jonathan Isaac, of course. Mo Bamba, of course. Rodney Purvis. Uh, Ken Birch. Troy Copain. Uh, Byron Mullins from the Lakeland Magic. Um, there are some very good players on this team. And and, and defensively, especially with, with Bamba and Isaac on the team, that's a long, rangy group. We're going to see a little bit of what they can do defensively. Already from the beginning, I think. Uh, we'll get a sense of, of the defensive potential a little bit of the system that they're going to run. Um, and I think that's pretty important for this team. I think that's that that's that's going to be something to watch as well. So understanding and beginning to learn how the Magic want to run their offense, how the what the Magic are looking to do, what they're looking to accomplish in very basic terms, that is a big part of what we're watching for during this summer league. Um, I think that, that it'll be interesting to see how this team comes together. The next thing that I'm watching for is the play of Rodney Purvis and Ken Birch. These are two guys that were were up and down between the Lakeland Magic and the Orlando Magic last year. Um, they obviously 
uh, were played well enough to get Magic contracts. Ken Burch's contract was guaranteed before the end of the month, last month. Uh, Rodney Purvis signed a two-year deal. He is non-guaranteed until the start, until the end of training camp, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so these are guys that the Magic still believe in pretty heavily and and, and want to do well. Wesley Wundu also in that in that boat as well. And so I think what'll be interesting is is to see how they fight for their position. Ken Birch I think is speci- is especially interesting. He's just coming off some play with Team Canada. He didn't. He put up some meager stats. Didn't play a lot coming off the bench for Team Canada in their World Cup qualifiers. Um, but Ken Birch, I think most of us agree, should have been getting playing time last year. Um, probably over Bismack Biombo. But now the Magic draft another center. They've guaranteed his contract. They have Nikola Vucevic still on the roster. They have Bismack Biombo still on the roster. That's four centers. You're probably only playing two. So the question is, can Ken Birch? play more power forward? Can he hit the jumper consistently? Because he's got good enough lateral quickness and understanding of positioning to play defense at that level. And then the next question being, can uh, can he carve out some playing time? Can he find some playing time uh, on the main roster? And, and if he has a good showing at Summer League, if he continues to show some expanded parts of his game, then maybe that is in the offing. Rodney Purvis is very much in the same boat. Um, I thought Purvis struggled a little bit in his call-up to the Orlando Magic. He obviously had a very good run with the Lakeland Magic. That's why he's still on the team. That's what they're still believing in. Um, he's a decent shooter, so I want to see him continue to improve as a shooter. Um, if there's, I've already seen some people predict that Rodney Purvis will probably play all five games that the Magic are scheduled to play. They'll play those first three games, then uh, at least two, and then at one game in the knockout playoffs. If they win that, they move on in the playoffs. If they lose that, there's a consolation bracket. Every team is guaranteed five summer league games in Vegas. Um, if Purvis, if uh, it wouldn't surprise me if Purvis ends up being like the, the team MVP, if he ends up leading the scoring because he'll play all five games, he'll have a big role, he'll get his shots. Um, but I want to see him work off the ball a little bit more, um, certainly, and, and work more like he would with the Orlando Magic. And it's actually one of his G League teammates that I'm most interested in seeing out of, out of really all the players uh, on this summer league roster. When the Magic were making 10-day contract signings and, and G League call-ups toward the end of the year, a lot of us expected Troy Copain to be the one that would get the call-up. And there are already reports and rumors that that the Magic might end up signing Copain to a two-way deal this year anyway. This is a big stage for Troy Copain to prove what he did at Lakeland can translate up and that he is worth either a roster spot as the third point guard for the Magic because the Magic not only need a first point guard, they also need a third point guard. Um, this is a chance for him to prove that he could be that third point guard option. It's also a chance for him to prove that um, that that what he did at Lakeland is something that translates, that, that he's grown as a point guard prospect because he played shooting guard mostly at Cincinnati. Um, it was a converted point guard, and he's still got a lot to learn at that position. Um, Copain's probably, I would bet, going to start. If, if I were to guess the Magic's starting lineup for Summer League, it's probably going to be Copain... Purvis, Uwundu, Isaac, Bamba. And yes, I know that means Isaac is playing the four, even though I think that he ultimately plays the three or the four for the Magic on the main roster with Aaron Gordon next to him. Um, With that said, uh, you know, Copain has a lot riding on his shoulders. This is a big moment for him. Again, had a great season with the Lakeland Magic. If he wants that NBA contract, 
He's got to perform well in practices. He's got to perform well in these games. And I think show the coaching staff exactly what they've been investing in. And it's been a pretty good investment, I would say, so far. The question is, do the Magic bring him back? Does he go somewhere else? Um, does he come out on a two-way? That is the big question. It's, it's hard to stay in the G League for very, very long because the pay is just not very good. But Copane is knocking on the door, and I think he knows it. The Magic know it, and so they'll want to see him play at a high level here, too. Summer League, of course, in Vegas this year. It starts Friday. The Magic will play the Brooklyn Nets. That is a 5 o'clock tip-off uh, in the Cox Pavilion. My preferred gym. I actually preferred watching games in the Cox Pavilion rather than the main building uh, when I've been to Vegas. Um, so that'll be uh, that'll be 5 o'clock um, on NBA TV. The Magic will then play Sunday against the Memphis Grizzlies. That game will be on ESPN2. I believe it is a 9.30 tip-off. I'm going to double-check my times here. 9.30 tip-off on ESPN2. That'll be in the Thomas & Max Center, the big gym. And then Monday at 9.30, the Magic play the Phoenix Suns. That game will be on NBA TV. That is your Summer League schedule. Again, the festivities start Friday. Summer League going on right now in Sacramento, as well as Utah, Salt Lake City, um, as Summer League gets going around the NBA. Well, that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. You can, of course, find me on Twitter at Locked on Magic, as well as like us on Facebook at Locked on Magic. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and all the fun places you download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can follow me on Twitter at philiprr__omd, and, of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, including the case for the Magic signing Isaiah Thomas, check out orlandomagicdaily.com. We're going to take tomorrow off. No episode for Independence Day, so have a happy 4th of July. I'm going to go have a happy birthday today. I am turning the big 3-0. I don't know how to feel about this, but um, I can't stop time. I'm not Superman. So I'm going to enjoy my day. You enjoy America's birthday on Wednesday. I, I don't even know what day it is. On Wednesday, we'll be back again. If there's any breaking news, I'll come I'll come in and do a quick podcast on that. But, un, but un, un, if there's no breaking news, We'll be back again Thursday with another episode of Locked On Magic. So for now, for Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, this has been Philip Rossman Reich. Wishing myself a happy birthday. Wishing you all of you a happy Independence Day. I'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.